mega level. Oh, mega level. No other being has ever had the might, nay, the nobility. Hey, how's it going? It's your boy, Jersh Manhunter. Make sure you check out our social medias, Instagram, Omega underscore level underscore podcast, and at Facebook, Omega Level Podcast. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can find us at Omega Level Podcast. Man, that's a lot of podcasts, but here we go. Anchor, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, sure, that's a thing, and all of the other ones. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to Omega Level as always, I am your gracious and generous host, Nick, and next to me is the bane of my existence, Josh Manhunter. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Thanks for <laughs> listening this week. Uh, it's great to talk to you guys. It's great for us to be here in the booth today. Nick, how you doing, man? In the booth today. Mm-hmm. In the booth today. Mm-hmm. I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. Doing well. Nice, it's good done nice. watching a movie in the theaters with my arch enemy. Oh, hell yeah, man. What was it? What'd you go see? Uh, I saw... Not the boys, as I keep calling it, which you know can't which be confused as Amazon, Amazon Prime. Show. <laughs> it's an Amazon original. I saw Good Boys. Oh, Good Boys, Good Boys, nice, yeah. nice. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, overall. Yeah. Overall, wow. Mm-hmm. Did you? Uh, mm-hmm. And you said you went with your arch rival. No, arch nemesis. Yeah, arch nemesis. Arch yep. nemesis. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have a name on this guy? Is yeah. somebody that you? I do. Josh Manhunter. Josh Manhunter. Yeah. Uh, oh, see, I does know, he sound familiar? I know a Jersh Manhunter. Oh, sorry, Jersh Manhunter is his don't, name. That's who you went with? Yeah, I just. Oh God, I've been found so out. I gotta get out of here. I gotta get out of here. <laughs> I dislike him so much that I don't even remember his name. Yeah, well, you're yeah. a piece of shit. I mean, so, you're not wrong. To disrespect me like that, I come in here. Every motherfucking week and deal with your fat and skinny ass, and this is how I'm treated. I thought you were gonna say every motherfucking day, and I was like, you actually don't. <laughs> I wasn't gonna give you the it's satisfaction. Not every day. I wasn't gonna give you the satisfaction. <laughs> so that is what our episode today on movie talk, talking movies, movies that we talk about. We're gonna talk about how fat and skinny Nick is all in once, and then for really, forty-five minutes, and then forty-five minutes straight. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna, let me get the movie. It was all right. All right. Let's <laughs> show the movie. It was good. No. It was good. It was. I laughed. But Nick's weight. But Nick's weight. Yeah. Ooh, is it up? Is it down? Down. Stocks, <laughs> it's like the stock market, am I, right? am I right? It's up and it's down. Oh man, speaking of that, did you hear about that stock market stuff? No. We might like it's it's on the horizon that we're entering another recession. The Why market, be that guy, man? Market's going to, down. We're supposed to uplift people. We're right. supposed to bring in a positive vibe when we talk about these movies. And then you come in here like, hey man, we're uh, economic <laughs> downfall. Everything's over to talk uh, so. Freak out, get your milk and bread. Is that thing? <laughs> it's, it's it's raining. It's pouring. It's not going to be a housing market collapse like the last time. So it's a, quite a different recession. Mm. So like the last time when the housing market collapsed and it caused a recession, people were like buying houses for a tenth of their price. Yeah, everyone that's like. Kind of excited about that about to happen? No, houses aren't. <laughs> prices for houses ain't going down that much. So you're not grabbing that 100k house for 25k. Not happening. Not happening. Yeah, sorry for you. But yeah, uh, today's episode is gonna be about the new comedy movie Good Boys, which, which was produced by Seth Rogen and Adam uh, Evan. Adam. I just combined Evan and Adam and Evan Goldberg. There you go. Who are um, everybody knows who Seth Rogen is? But if you're not aware of Evan Goldberg, they are writing and producing partners, and they've been friends since like. Middle school or high school, the movie Super Bad. I'm sure most people know this. is literally about them. Like Seth, he helps with everything. South Rogan. Yeah, yeah. The characters. I people crack on him saying like, "Oh, did he write all this? Is this Goldberg's idea?" Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The characters in Super Bad are Seth and Evan. It's literally based on them. And McLovin was based on a real person whose name was McLovin. That's a terrible name. Yeah. Sorry about that. Well, man. that's like the name. Or I'm sorry, not McLovin. Fogel. It was based on Fogel. Fogel. His name was Fogel, and he did get a fake ID, but I don't remember if McLovin was the actual name he went with. Okay. Every time I think about the movie, that's the one quote I always like. The first thing I remember is McLovin. Why is it just one name? What do you? What do you seal? <laughs> <laughs> 
So it was by those guys produced this movie, and it was written and also directed by Gene Stupnitsky and Lee Eisenberg. However, only Gene, for some reason, got directing credit. I don't know why that is. That's uh, weird. You know, it's a tough, it's a tough economy out there. We <laughs> just found out recently. Uh, stock market—it's—it's <laughs> 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 it's hard out here. Okay. Sorry, guys. In light of the stock market, stock market's impending collapse, we can only credit one of you as director. Yeah, you know, times are tough. <laughs> hands are tied. So the premise of this movie is essentially it's just to that watch. That was it. That was the yeah. that was the premise. <laughs> that was pretty much just it. Just silence. It's essentially just to see underage kids, like uh, middle school kids. Do like things that grade. are they, yeah, sixth run. grade. Oh. Do things that are way out of the element and do and be put in adult situations. That's that's where the comedy comes that from. It's exactly like they're not right. equipped for this situation, exactly. mm-hmm. and they don't understand anything. They think that they're growing up and they're not. So they're always saying words and they don't know the meanings of them. Yeah. And they do it in a naive way, not like yeah, they're, a, oh, they're just stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I think that was handled really well. Yeah, like they think they know things, mm-hmm. but no, they know the wrong thing. They know the wrong thing. <laughs> like at one point in the movie, someone asks one of the kids if they're a misogynist, and he's like, no, I've never massaged anybody. <laughs> like he doesn't know what it means. Yeah. But he hears misogynist and he thinks, oh, someone that massages yeah, of people. Course, and you're such a feminist. <laughs> he's like, no, I love women. <laughs> they hear the ist at the end, like, oh, that must be someone that hates females. Yeah. yeah. They do stuff like that all the time. And then not even just with words, like with things. Like there's a sex doll in the movie they think is a CPR doll because one of their dads told them See, and the, they just believe it. And those tropes hit don't, I don't, those start to not be as funny anymore to yeah, me. Yeah. Uh, you know, the dildo jokes and stuff like that. Like, oh, they found their weapons in their parents' bed. Like, okay, yep, yeah, I, I get it. Here we see go. that all yep, the time. Yeah. That's totally very that. overdone. Mm-hmm. Very overdone. Yep. The the doll was funny. Yes. Because that's not something that I see often. That was a very often. extravagant doll. <laughs> very <laughs> much so. That was a very expensive doll. <laughs> Like, their father named that. That has a name. It definitely, it's <laughs> definitely got a name. That's the new stepmom. That's new Cindy. <laughs> and she's great. You should. T- but mommy's named Cindy, but this is new Cindy. This is Cindy, too, and she has a better dress. Okay, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Oh, man. But then they, um, and of course, it's very lewd, very crude, and they curse throughout the whole movie. They swear nonstop. Yep. Yep. But even when they swear they use the words at times in ways that don't make sense because they don't understand the meanings. But of course, that is middle school, man. Yeah. You, you first learn how to curse. You hear your uh, older brothers or you know na- neighborhood kids, mm-hmm. 16, 17, they're cursing. It sounds normal to them. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I got to just add fuck wherever I want to. And exactly. Like, Shit. And Jacob was amazing in this movie. Yeah, Jacob Tremblay, who mm-hmm. is from the movie Room, which he was Oscar-nominated Oscar nominated yeah. for. He played Max in this. Played, um, yeah. It may have been the... In Room, he may have given the greatest child performance of all time. Like, he's fan-fucking-tastic yeah. in that movie. That or uh, Leo and Gilbert. Yeah, Leo and Gilbert's amazing, too. Mm-hmm. Really amazing. God, so ahead of his time for that. It's crazy. Like, so out of his range. Mm-hmm. As far as, like, I keep being a kid, you know what I mean? Like, I can't believe he could do that. That movie itself... They thought he was handicapped when he went to the red carpet. Oh, they believe they thought yes. he really was they, him, when man. they first I mean, met him. That's he was they were. He's like, no, I was on Tiger Beat last month. I'm not handicapped. I'm like, I'm Leo DiCaprio. We're like, acting. He's like, no one knows your no, name, Leo. No one knows Leo DiCaprio. <laughs> Calm down, big guy. <laughs> You like that deep cut reference, Tiger Beat? Man, I like it. That old school, like, that's like before my time. (laughs) Man, it was uh, somebody on a film club pulled out a deep cut of uh, Jennifer Lawrence. She was like a very small role, Sharice Theron and Blanket on the movie. Uh, But I was was surprised on the deep cut. Uh, It's 2007. It was before Jennifer Lawrence. Aeon Flux? No. It's not Monster, is it? That's that's from 04. Charlie's Theron in 07. Yep. What, uh, was it a comedy? No, serious movie. Hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up real quick. Uh, man, I don't really know about that. But Did you know that? And I was like, wow. Forgot, I didn't even remember her being in that movie. Right. Oh, so you've seen it? Yeah. Yeah. 
Speaking of a deep cut that I always forget, and I've seen the movie, is mm-hmm. the movie Panic Room with Jodie Foster. Kristen Stewart's her daughter in the movie. I keep trying to, you know, I, and I, she has like a prominent role, and like I just never remember it's her. Yeah, it gets brought up every other year, and I'm like, oh, I need to watch that. And I'll do it. It's good. It's not like amazing, but it's good. Yeah. Their performances are brilliant. I mean, it's Jodie, so I mean, yeah. Well, she's okay. Oh yeah. I mean, she's yeah. an all right actress. One of the greatest of okay. all times. I can't watch Taxi. Okay, it's just Taxi Driver. I can't watch it. It's so good, dude. No, I've watched it. Oh, yeah. Saying, oh, yeah. She's, like, she's like 14. Yeah, and he's like in love with her. I know. So they do, pre- what they dude. do in that, I'm like, how? what is going on? 14 and already a prostitute. Yeah. And uh, God, what was it? Harvey Cattell? That's who it was. Oh, yeah, and he's the piece of shit. Pimp. That's the, yeah. That's, oof. In oof. the Valley of Ella, Battle of Seattle. Those are only things nope. from then. See, uh, Hancock? It might be a little. The Burning Plan. The that. Ru- burning Plan. The Burning Plan. I've never seen that. That was Burning Plan? Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, look in it. It's like she's deep in there. Yeah, there she is. Yeah. Dang right. She's in the burning plan. I did not know. I was like, damn, deep movie. cut. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I do remember that movie coming out. Charlie's got a lot of hype for that movie, actually. Her performance is supposed to be really good in it. But I was like, I didn't even realize they were in the same movie. That's yeah. awesome. Well. Yeah, there's always, like, uh, whenever the younger actors rise to prominence, like Jennifer Lawrence and Kristen Stewart, it's always interesting to see the things they did back in the day, like when, they're in their, when their careers were first starting, and they when they acted with much more established stars, mm-hmm. but they're like a small bit role, where now... They would be the main star, and that other established person would be like the supporting character to yeah. them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like J Law. Come on now, she's a star of every movie she is in. Like she's the lead. It's Jennifer Lawrence. She has to be. It's like, and I love it. One of the biggest actresses on the planet, maybe the most well-known actress on the planet. Certainly, most well-known young actress. I think Angelina Jolie and Meryl Streep are probably still more well-known. Yes, because everyone recognizes them. But as far as young people go, it's definitely Jennifer Lawrence. Like, everyone knows her. I would say she's up there. Like, she's probably one of the most easily so. recognizable faces. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, you gotta remember. Well, Emma, I don't know. Emma Watson, too, though, man. Because Harry, po- Harry Potter. Bunch of names coming up. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, maybe. Dude, Harry Potter is getting a little bit of, get a little bit of love with and more then of these uh, prequels and stuff like that. Different stories. They're making, an, apparently, another Harry Potter with, like, the cast again. Like, Same with Harry Potter? That'd be lame. With Harry Potter back. Like, uh, what's his name? With Daniel Radcliffe. I don't understand. Oh, they have him back? Yeah, he's oh. like, coming back to do a Harry Potter movie? I don't understand. I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, I've not heard anything. Not sure. Like I've, I've seen them all. I don't know where you go after Deathly Hollows Part Two. What do we do now? The entire point of the things was like resolved. <laughs> like, what are we doing now? Uh, now he is the uh, head headmaster. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that the writer. What's her name? J.K. Yeah, J.K. Rowling. I think she has enough money, so I don't think she needs money from another, money from another book. Uh, so I don't this know is exactly what she's, what she's doing. doing. No, this <laughs> like, is what she's doing. I, I boosted this money way too quick. <laughs> I bought 17 castles. Shouldn't have done that. A lot of cocaine. Yeah, I've done cocaine. Co- lots of coke. Kids da- selling them down at the playground. <laughs> yeah. Just like in uh, Good Boys. Good Boys. The way they used drug usage in this movie, like the way they alluded to it with the comedy, that hit for me almost every time. Mm-hmm. That was really funny. With the Molly. Yeah. Especially when they're at the playground, like, just give us the fucking Molly. And the Max is like, look, I don't know who Molly is, but she is not with us. <laughs> she is not with us. Like, we're not, we did not kidnap anybody. Okay. <laughs> then, of course, the, uh, they bring up that it is drugs. So, Lucas, uh, mm-hmm. the, the good boy of the three. I mean, the they're actual all good, good boys. Boy? Yeah. He's the really good one. Like, mm-hmm. can't lie. He breaks down in every scene that's ever like, hey, tell us what we need to say. He breaks down. Which was a total plot device, but worked for the movie. But it worked for It the was movie. like ways to carry the story forward so they could get found out and caught, but yep. it was funny how they did it every time. Yes. Like, it worked. That could have failed hard, and it didn't. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, well, anyways, where, what? <laughs> where was I? Before uh, your point was Well, then was he tangent. freaks out at the playground. He's like, you had us bring drugs to a playground? There are children here. <laughs> there are children. There's, yeah. <laughs> you're in sixth grade, bud. I love that they're screaming and, like, nobody is just, no one's, no one's paying attention. Yeah. Well, they react when he's like, she's babysitter's chasing us and trying to touch my pee-pee. Dude, that, <laughs> oh, my man, that made me laugh so hard. When Lucas hits the truck when they're trying to flee from the, the two high school girls. Yes. <laughs> and they, um, Lucas is like looking behind him and he hits the bench and flies forward and hits the truck. 
And then like the friends run over to see if he's okay. And then the girl that's chasing them catches up to him. Mm-hmm. And the guy that the truck driver gets out and is like, "What's going on here?" And then Max looks at him and he's like, "We're running from our babysitter. She was trying to touch our penises." And she's like, "No, I wasn't." And he's like, "Yes, she was." And then she just runs away. She just <laughs> runs away. She's like, "I can't do. I'm not winning this." <laughs> And then jumps in her car. It's like, leave, leave, leave. God, one that uh, killed me and you uh, was when they were talking, trying to have like a little ransom thing. Like they're holding the molly yes. and they're holding the drone because that's what they got. They broke their father's drone. Mm-hmm. They, they are, they're holding it. Yeah. Uh, and they, on the phone, and Jacob, uh, Max, is having just, being so serious, being a mm-hmm. badass. Oh, yeah. Just, it's so like, give us some money, don't fuck around with us. <laughs> like, what is going on? Uh, well, he thinks he hangs up, and he's like, wow, talking to those girls gave me a boner. <laughs> and then you're like, I'm still here. <laughs> that was awesome. Oh, dude, and uh, the Max's father. Um, Will Forte. Will Forte. He killed it in like, the three scenes he was in, especially at the beginning of the movie when Max is looking. He's like oh, playing man. some video game, creating a character, and he like makes the boobs really big. Yeah. And then he gets orc up. Orc boobs, if anyone needs visuals. Yeah, orc, yeah. He gets up to like tried to rig his door to where it can't be open, so he ties like his phone charger around it and ties it around the bedpost, but he does it wrong. So when his dad walks in, it's a push door. He just pushes it and opens it. And he's like trying to tell him that he's leaving for like two days. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, come up and give me a hug. He's like, I'll give you two hugs when you get back. <laughs> he doesn't want to get out of bed. Yeah. <laughs> and then his dad looks and sees the, the, cord. the cord, and he's like, he really realizes what's going on. He's like, oh... Such so fun. He's like, I'm out here getting off, getting ready to go to work, and my son's in here just furiously <laughs> masturbating. <laughs> just growing up. He's like, you found the be- you found a new toy, best toy of your life. <laughs> He's like, Dad, stop. He's, He's like, like I'm not. Ashamed. Don't be ashamed. <laughs> oh man. He's like, I'm just so proud. Yeah. Got him. Then he uh, when he got caught for the destroying the drone. Oh my god. On the inside, and he's just like, I love you because you're my son, but I do oh not my like god. you. <laughs> oh my god. That he's, he's like, Daddy. He's like, No, no, no more, Daddy. You can't call me Daddy anymore. Mister, uh, call me Andrew. Yeah, uh, Mister. Whatever. I don't remember what the last. Like name. Andrew, his last name, and then or Warden. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess the woman that was with him was like his girlfriend or his stepmom. Yeah. Because he never called her mom or nope. anything. Yeah. It was the new mom. And when they watch porn. And it's, of course, Americanized, so yeah. it was incest porn. Yes. Like, uh, essentially, it's like step-mom. a stepmom's yeah. not related or whatever. And I love that they made it a point to where the dude is clearly way older than the woman. <laughs> <laughs> and the kids are watching it trying to, like, figure out how to kiss. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't see it on screen. Like, you see the beginning scene of her walking in, and she's like, you're so in trouble. And then you just see the laptop with their reactions, and you don't see what's happening. And, and you man, can that, that girl's really gonna get it. You can hear them talking, and they're like, "Man, he's in such trouble right now." <laughs> it's like, "Oh my god, that's not how you kissed." <laughs> oh no, yeah. And they bring it up later too. He's like, yeah. watching this girl fucking lick a dude's asshole." <laughs> he's like, "Do you want to kiss someone's asshole?" He's like, "No." But also in that porn, you can hear in the background, like when the woman's like, "Take your pants off," and then the kids are like, "Is that what happens when you get a stepmom?" <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh that's man, funny. that's great. The movie was, it was funny. Uh, it wasn't like the funniest thing I've ever seen. It but had its dry moments. Yeah, it definitely had its dry moments. Um, I wouldn't say it drug. It's just not all the humor always hits. Um, the kids are good in it, though for me it was stilted. Like The movie seemed like it was film linear. So the kids started off not being that good in the beginning. Probably for the first 10 minutes of the movie, I thought they were awful. I was like, man, fuck, this movie's not going to be good. These kids suck. And then after about 10 minutes, they really settled in, and then they gave good performances for the rest. Like... I would say that Jacob Tremblay wasn't terrible in the beginning, but it wasn't like it was just like okay, he's here. But yeah. then after that, like it got better, and he he definitely stood out. Like he, I think he gave the best performance of the whole movie oh, for sure. of everybody. Like that kid's phenomenal. 
And I thought that the, the two supposed high school girls, which clearly are not high schoolers, yeah, no. they were both really good in the movie, too. Like, they were good antagonists. Yeah, I, I like they, that that was the antagonist was just high schoolers. And it was just two female high schoolers that yeah. were trying to get and they trying to do Molly. They was like, stay over there because you'll overpower us. <laughs> 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 like, they know. They're like, we're going to get our ass beat. Just give us... <laughs> and then the one girl, like, jumps at him. She's like, I'll come over there and kick your ass. <laughs> oh, man. And when they go to buy drugs later at the co- at the college dorm. Mm-hmm. Or that's not a dorm. It's a frat house. That's yeah, a frat house. Yeah, that yeah. scene was hysterical the whole thing. The whole way through. That was probably the funniest sequence to me, like, in total. Yeah, because they're threatening this uh, dude that's an ex-boyfriend. Of the uh, ch- the chick Hannah, the yeah, one Hannah. of the main high schoolers, the mm-hmm. one that's like making the deal happen, and uh, go in there and you know the kids like I'm not gonna sell you these fucking things like suck my dick points at Max suck my dick tells that to the uh, Thor Thor and then fucking doesn't say anything to Lucas and Lucas is like what what about me am I just supposed to sit here we're the we're the beanbag boys we do everything together <laughs> and they're him and some other dude in the frat house are looking at each other like what the fuck <laughs> like, do you want to suck my dick. <laughs> That man, that had me rolling. Ride or die, man. <laughs> you ride or die. The beanbag boys. Beanbag boys. What does that mean? We have beanbags. Okay. <laughs> okay. I like when the one person guesses it. It was uh, it's Stephen Merchant's character. What? He's like, we're the beanbag boys because I don't even know what that means. Or no, he's like, we're the beanbag boys. You know why? And he's like, because you have beanbags. He goes, yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that when they say it to the the high school girls, she's like, I don't even know what that means. Well, when they talk to the popular middle school, he's like, we're the beanbag boys. He's like, that was dope as fuck. <laughs> That's dope as fuck. <laughs> He's like, I ride or die for my crew too. <laughs> that kid was smooth. The little, uh, the part, the popular kid. Mm-hmm. He was, he was smooth. Soren. Mm-hmm. Soren. Cool That's name right. too. The villain from Mass Effect. Yep. He's got Soren. A big spoiler. He actually ends up trying to take over uh, the <laughs> Citadel, and he's actually going rogue. Yeah. You, you never see it coming. You never crazy. see it coming. Crazy Spectre. Let's go. Well, you see it coming now because we just told you. But yeah, spoilers. Mass Effect. Had you not known? Nah, it's a stupid game. Anyways, don't waste your time. Terrible uh, story, terrible character development. Right, well, thanks for tuning in. This episode is definitely over. I'm just saying Garrus and Liara are stupid. Wow. I mean, they wow. all pale in comparison to one. PB? The one and only PB. Come on, PB. Ah, she's the second Dude, best character. Is, uh, second best. Liara's always number one. God, PB, man. Best. Voice acted, the character, the lore. Brilliant, she's, dude. Man. Jaw is so amazing, characters. too. Jaw is Andromeda? Top five for me. No, absolutely. I love the Angara as a species. And the young- that's by my well second favorite race. I still like Salarians more. Then my third favorite, Asari. That's that's number one, right? Asari's probably number wow. one, but it's really close between Asari and you say Thane. humans. You say what are things? Oh, uh, get no, not get. Uh, no, not not the get the um. No geth. Oh, not yeah, not the geth. Uh, those are the uh. Indians. Oh, we know this. Oh, the synthesoids. Oh man, Thane Creo. Steven be so mad. Shit, what are they called? Man, I'm gonna look it up because it's gonna kill me. I gotta know. It's something simple. I bet people that are listening to this that have like already that are playing have played the games like yelling right now. Yeah, I'm like, get this absolutely. is the fucking name, you idiot! Like, oh, big Matt, Mass Effect fan, huh? Yeah, You're garbage. I, I opened IMDb to look this up. <laughs> you could. <laughs> I mean, I would, well, no, it wouldn't tell you the race. No, yeah, it'd probably the race. Yeah, which, which is not what I'm looking for. Oh man, I keep wanting to say prawn, but that's District Nine. <laughs> yeah, uh, District Nine. Uh, we got alien tech weapon that can only be used by aliens. It's a deep, mm. deep story. You know, if you haven't seen that podcast, go back and look at it. So. They are called yeah, they are Drell. Drell. The Drell, because mm-hmm. he's a Drell assassin. Yeah, the Drell and the um, Asari are my favorite. It's really Isn't hard for me to pick between them. Is poisoned, or is he just doing He has a disease. Okay. It's a disease that's, like, I believe prevalent in their race. And he so has, like, I him. remember everything. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I love their species. They're so dope. Like he can actually live that memory. Yeah. It's just dark. It's just fresh. The uh, character Kalos kind of has that for Solarians. It's heightened, because Solarians also have photographic memory, mm-hmm. and they 
But he actually is like, it's very vivid to him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I like the Thalarians a lot, I'll go too. back to Andromeda. Obviously. Especially like the, um, I thought like Morden. Morden was hilarious. He's the best. I love My favorite dude. character, dude. Morden was? His money. Oh, absolutely. Oh, God. I bet you were heartbroken. I'm so mad, because they force it. Yeah. You, you, you got to go through him. all that to save him in two, and then you just can't save him. He's the character that's automatically gone. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter who you have. So that's meant to be Morden's spot, I'm assuming. Because yeah. I saved everybody mm-hmm. going in three, and that's his, so that's like his death. Yeah. So if he's gone in two, someone else fills that role, and it's, then it's dumb. Yeah, I don't know who someone feels it Because someone has to die in that. Yeah. So whoever you have, whoever you didn't save is going to do. I'm assuming you, you get another Solarian, just like they do with the Krogans. Like, you just get a different Krogan. That's racist. Yeah. I mean, it is. It's if it's Rax dies in the first one, or, or Rex, I don't remember who you get in the second one. Well, you get that uh, artificially made one. Remember? The tank one? I thought that was in three. No, that's in two. You're right. It's in two. That's right. And if he dies, then you get, there's someone. Uh, if Rex lives in the first one, he's back in the third one as the, he's the yeah. leader. Yeah. But he dies in the first one every time for me. And then the other dude, the uh, test tube Krogan, yeah. is the one that takes Grunt. over. Grunt. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's cool. He grows on you. No one's Rex, but Drax is close. He's a good. Yeah, Drax was my drama. I like mm-hmm. Drax. I don't really like the Krogans, but. Eh, I get it. I mean, there's not much to them. They're still dope, though. They a lot it's of nice pro- to have those kind of people on your team. Yeah. They have a lot of problems in good boys, so. Yeah. That's how we're correlating it. Of course. We're, we're <laughs> everywhere in this episode, you know. I mean, there's really not like... It's a great comedy. You know, it's fun. It's like, a good it, comedy. It has its moments yeah. where it stops. We mentioned that. Uh, story is predictable, but that's kind of... It's expected, you know. It's something like... Uh, it's the child super bad. That's exactly what this is. It's, yeah. They're going to a party at the end. Like, it's literally, it's literally what the it is. child yeah. super bad, but it's still rated R. It's very adult. Yeah. Very adult. Like, it's not the, as good as super bad. No. no that no, movie no, is no, fantastic. No. Absolutely. And my, my girl's first movie. Who was in that? Emma Stone's first. That was Emma debut. Watson's first movie? Nice, dude. Nice. Okay, we're not going to do mm. this. Not here. The better Emma. Not here. Mm. The better Emma. You know Emma. Oh, who's won an Oscar out of those two? <laughs> let's, let's trivia that, boy. Oh, because that, that's the benchmark? Is that the benchmark? I'm just saying it's nice. If it was the benchmark, Natty P'd have 20 of them, so it can't be a benchmark. <laughs> but she doesn't, okay? Portman's she's no Meryl Streep. She's no Meryl Streep. Uh, Meryl Streep's not even Meryl Streep. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> just nominated for a name. We're going for that. What is it, 27th this year? Nominations? Yeah, I think she has 26. Let's go for it this year, man. Let's do it. Knuckle put, me right now. They can't see it, but down. No, yeah. come on. I'm not doing me. it. Knuckle me. I'm not doing it. Meryl Streep, dude. Nope. Devil's Wear Prada on three. One, two, three. Devil's okay, Wear Prada. I do like that movie. Boom. So I'll give you for me. that he one movie. He knocked me. He knocked me. Only for Devil Wears Prada. Of course. That movie's amazing. But of course. Yeah. Man. She's not, and she's not the best performance. Did she get a nom for that uh, Into the Wild? Or in, uh, what's that with uh, Anna Kendrick, Emily Blunt? It was oh. a musical we ended up going to see. Uh, God. Oh, yeah. Into, Into the, the Fourth? Yeah. She was the she only got nominated Supporting for actress. Yeah, the only nomination hilarious. from that movie. She's not even good in it. She wasn't bad. But she's not, not, she's not an Oscar nominee. No, no. Come on. What? I thought she was passable. Yeah. I'm saying we could make it through without rolling our eyes. Okay. Yeah. I'm also. Oh, you cinephiles hate us. I'm just not a Meryl Streep fan. Like, (laughs) I I don't deny that uh, obviously people think she's a talented actress. Yeah. But I have the. I'm going to give the very cliche reason that I dislike her that I generally don't like when people say, but like I legit, I I legit feel it. Like when I watch her in a movie, I can see her acting. Like it looks mechanical to me. Like everything is played, not played, it's all planned out. Like I don't ever feel like she slips into a role and makes me forget this is fucking Meryl Streep. Like I always just see it. You know what I mean? Okay. And there's not a lot of performers that I've seen that I can say that about, but like I just see it happening. She's happen. one of them. Yeah. Okay. Christian Bale, whom I love, he's got a couple performances where like oh, I can what? tell like, dude, you're, you're acting. 100%. Like you're trying. Like you didn't slip into the role for me. Mm-hmm. And like, and I love that guy, but yeah. he still does it like, sometimes. He didn't too. really do anything for the machinist, man. You know what I mean? Like he didn't. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely not one of the movies I'm talking about. Uh, I see it with Matt Damon a lot too. That's what, yeah. I see him a lot, too. Like, I can see him Damon. acting. I don't hate him, but I am not a big fan. He's like all right. I think he's brilliant in Good Will Hunting, but that's like the is best, best thing he's movie. ever done. I think he's really good in Rounders, too. That's a very, very good movie. But I think I like the movie more than I like it. Like, I his think pro- that's yeah. just, yeah. The movie's very good. Oh, I love it. Made yeah. me love Oreos when I played poker. Really? 
Yeah, that's a good fucking movie, man. He just pops him off. Isn't uh, Ed Norton in that with him too? That's what the other remember. one is? Not sure. I think it's Ed Norton. I can't remember. That's a fucking great Sounds movie. Sounds like another white person. Sounds <laughs> yeah. right. That's another white dude. I'm pretty no, sure that's who it was. Pretty yeah. sure. They all look the same. Yeah. You're not wrong. Matt You're Damon, wrong. Ben Affleck. Come on. Same person. Ben Damon. <laughs> I couldn't even tell freaking Max and Thor apart half this movie. Dude, two white kids. I was like, no, I know who Lucas is. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's good. <laughs> <laughs> I love, too, that one of their names was Thor. Like, yeah. it's very new age. Like, yeah. of course, oh. there's going to be kids growing up with the name but of Thor course. now from the MCU. And that kid better be a badass. There's going to be so many Carols named after Captain Marvel. Of course. There's going to be so many Anthonys or Tonys after Iron Man. We're going to be seeing some T'Challa soon. Yeah, dude, I I'll hope tell so. you that much. I hope so. We'll be seeing some Hope we get some T'Challas. Hope they bring Wanda back. Let's bring that name back. Let's no, get that working no, out. Yeah, Wanda's a good name. Yeah. Wanda's a mm-hmm. good name. Natasha. Yeah. Nat. I like Wanda. I like that. I like Natasha, too. Nat. Natasha. Yeah. You don't really mm-hmm. see that too often. No, you don't. Yeah. Actually, her name is Natalia, right? Isn't it Natalia? Natalia. N- Natasha Romanov. It's Natasha. I'm blanking on if her name is Natalia, but they rename her Natasha in the Red oh, Room. Oh, for the... Uh... I want to say, or maybe she just used Natalia as a cover, but I, I don't know. I'm just confused now on Black Widow. She's so <laughs> different in the MCU we than she comics. is in the comics. No, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so different. Well, like, I, I don't know. Overall, her story is like, it's, yeah, it's the Red Room, but we don't really know anything else about her history in the MCU. Yeah, because they just Cause don't really expand upon it. Yeah. Well, at least uh, Hulk. Yeah. And Hawkeye. I mean, they all I think Cap call, they all call her Nat. Yeah. Nat. They all call her Nat, yeah. As it goes on, but it's definitely. Cap will probably do the full name because he's old school. Mm-hmm. And it's Tasha. It's Clint that gets everyone on it, for sure. Oh, Hawkeye. Oh, Clint Barton. Oh, Ronan. Goes and murders 7 million people, and they're like, yeah, you can help us save the world. Oh, Florence Pugh is not is in Black Widow movie. Yeah. Elena oh, yeah, I thought you knew that. Yeah, it's Natasha for the MCU. So. Yeah, that's what I thought. Wow, I did not know Florence Pugh was in that. Yeah, do you know who she plays? Yelena? Yeah, another Black Widow. Like, another Red Room trainee. Oh, my God. Yeah, man. dude. I'm, I'm hyped about, about that. Florence Pugh, dude. I watched an interview with her t- talking. After Midsummer, man. Woo, 100%. Oh, I love her, bro. I watched an interview with her, and they were asking her about the Black Widow movie. Mm-hmm. Like, what can you tell us about your character in the movie? And she's like, well, and you know, it's like MCU, so you know, they always take him a second. Like, what is it I'm allowed to Holland tell did. you? Yeah. <laughs> Tom Holland's just closed for interviews <laughs> unless there's someone right next to him. But of course. If Cumberbots, <laughs> it's got to be Benedict Cumberbots there with him, or like Don Shield, one of the guys that would be like, shut the fuck shut up. up. <laughs> shut your mouth. But they asked Florence Pugh about it, and they're like, uh, what can you tell us about it? It's like, well, I can tell you that like my character and Natasha, they're like inseparable. You know, they're like. Inseparable. They're inseparable. Whoa. They're like best friends. They're um, They're like essentially like partners but not partners and she's like they're equals in every way and i was like what wow and she was like there's so she's a, gonna be a rival in this. she's like there's one fight scene in particular that like we filmed in the movie that i really can't say anything about but it was like one of my favorite things that we did in the film so i don't know if it's when they fight and it's just like a mirror or it's the two of them just beating the shit out of some people oh, i'm excited and i was like uh-oh i'm excited so i'm assuming that she is a flashback character scarlet joe florence Pugh, sign me up bro yeah i'm assuming she's a flashback i character. can do without the hawkeye so I'm assuming he's in it. They haven't said it. It's Budapest. I mean, yeah, they, they filmed in Budapest, so he's got to it's be in the Budapest. movie. It's Budapest. He yeah. was a part of that. If they don't let, if they don't do that, that's stupid. He might be in it quickly because it might be like where he saved her or helped her at the end of her oh, mission to so do something. Lame. So he comes in to help he her. He was at like the a end. big part of it. That's where they had that thing, like Budapest. Well, Budapest. she says she owes him for Budapest. Like okay. that's why she's indebted to him. Ah. So like, I guess he saved her somehow in Budapest. I still wouldn't like a man to come in and save the day, though. Right? Yeah. Especially like, come on. Unless, yeah. Especially because you know they're gonna be kicking Hawkeye's, ass the whole time. Hawkeye's awesome, right? Yeah. 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 It's yeah. cool. He has like, he can't miss. Yeah. He can't miss. But you're gonna tell me that that dude. That Hawkeye, in the MCU at least, in any form or fashion, holds a candle to a literal, trained, hardened spy and killer from the age of 13 no. in Black Widow? No. I don't think so. Not in hand-to-hand combat. 
I mean, those five years did turn him into a motherfucking monster. I mean, yeah, he's awesome. Like he, He's a trained combatant, yeah. but literally born into her since like puberty. <laughs> yeah. And she's like 30-something now, That's you know? True. like She's a hardened-ass fighter. That's true. And then the, it, they don't have it in the MCU, unfortunately, but in the comics, Black Widow has super soldier serum. She has like a Russian knockoff version, so she's like a mini Captain America. She's not as strong or powerful as Cap is, but that's how she can do all the stuff she can do is because she's also a super soldier. So yeah, there's no way Hawkeye's fucking with her in a fist fight to, to like, punch him in the head and kill him. Uh, for the MCU, yes. Yeah. Because comic book-wise, well, even comic Hawkeye... books, in a fist fight, she'd probably kill Hawkeye in a fist fight. Because he doesn't have super strength or anything. His... He's still ridiculously strong, though. He, he's still ridiculously like agile I mean, and has like, amazing combat his skills. PSI to pull back his oh, thing yeah, dude. He's got to be very real. strong. Oh, yeah. But at the end of the day, he's still just a human that has amazing capabilities. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm guessing he does have a superpower. Like I, I'm, if I'm remembering correctly, he I'm does. His, like, it's like some stupid shit. Like I see faster, kind of thing. I believe it's like <laughs> probability man- manipulation. That's why okay. he never misses. He like eliminates the probability of being able to miss, so he can't miss. Huh. That'd be dope. Yeah, it's essentially I mean, like would make sense why his aim is so true and exactly. stuff like that. It's essentially what Gambit does. It's probability manipulation, and also the guy from uh, his kinetic energy too. Mister and Mrs X, not Gambit. That's what I was trying to think of. The guy from Mister Mrs X that they brought in for like a second. That they, uh, during not the Mojo. During, no, no. The guy that Mojo brought in during like the love story that was supposed to be oh, the one. Uh, that, long shot. Long shot. That's what he does. It's probability manipulation, which okay. is essentially what Domino does too. Okay. And I believe well, Hawkeye does the same thing. Stuff. Yeah. I believe Hawkeye does the same thing. I could be wrong, but I remember reading that somewhere. And then Black Cat. So don't quote Hers me. is so just yeah. bad luck. I don't know if it's manipulation itself. Right, yeah. But like Black Cat. Black she Cat brings bad luck to everyone. Brings bad luck to everyone. Yeah. While she brings, Domino brings luck to her. So I would exactly. wonder what would work. I, f- I feel like if the they powers crossed, would balance out. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, boom, you can't do it. Guess we're, just, normal? guess we're just going to the movies. Yeah. <laughs> just going Hang out. out. <laughs> <laughs> that Dope. would be funny. Yeah. So yeah, with good boys, like I was saying. Well, like I don't know how lucky would that make Domino if she made everyone around them bad luck, and then she's getting lucky. Domino would be like even more unstoppable, right? Yeah, you would think so, right? Yeah. Like, if everyone says getting misfortune, and she only brings fortunes, like right. would it be extra? Right. Yeah. I mean, like, would they be the best team? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what couldn't they steal? You heard it here. Make that team up happen. Oh yeah, come on, Marvel and DC. That'd be so cool. Let's do it. That'd be so Let's cool. Get a little crossover meeting. We don't. Well, there's not wait, a lot of Marvel. DC. D- no, wait, wait. it's like Domino. Come on, Domino and Marvel. Domino and Black Cat. Both Marvel. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, Black Cat, Spider Man, dog. What's... For a second, Black Canary entered my mind. Yeah, that's yeah. Like DC. It's like, wait, what? Not even. You close. just played Spider Man too. It's like a refresher. Hey, Black Cat. Come on, I like Marvel. That she's popping off a little bit more too. Some new sh- uh, series, stuff like that. For what, Black Cat? Yeah, like there's some. They're developing. Sony's developing a movie. It was going to nice. be Black Cat and Silver Sable, like a, a duo movie, but now I think it's just a Black Cat movie. Like, I'm down. I like Black Cat. It's mm-hmm. cool. I like Silver Sable, too, so it kind of sucks because, like, there's no way she's getting a property on her own. She's not a big enough character no, for it. No, she's not. No, no, she's not. I don't even think Black Cat is. That's what. Maybe. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's sort of far better as a TV show. See, now DC is going to do the wrong thing. They pushed, they went too hard with the big stuff, tried to make team ups real quick, and now mm-hmm. they're going to go too deep too early. DC. Like, this is Sony. I thought, oh, you're right. Now yeah, I yeah. did it. Now I did Black <laughs> yeah. Cat. Never mind. Sorry, we're good. Black Cat's safe. We're safe. We're straight. Add it into the MCU. We're I, good. I wish but Marvel Sony. and Sony would make another deal. Let's bring yeah. Black Cat in the MCU with Domino. Well, don't they only own Spider-Man or they own anything They own Spider-Man and all 700 affiliated characters. Fuck me. Yeah, dude. So they own Black Cat for sure. And, like Silver, and Silver Sable and Morbius and Venom Fuck. and Carnage. Yeah, they own all that. Uh, I would assume. We're not going to get them truly proper. I don't saw know. saw what they did with Spidey. I don't know if they own Null or not. Because he's a new creation. So I don't know if that falls under their banner. I don't know if that's just a Spider-Man. Oh, it, it was it's it's Venom. Venom character, it's, it's but he was first the introduced of the gods. in Thor, which yeah, Marvel owns. That's true. So they could claim he's a Thor character, which is honestly probably why... Well, Marvel created him, so it would be their character. It's probably why he's introduced in Thor first. 
and not in a Spider-Man comic, yeah. so they still own so it. They, they want to use it in the movies. Yeah. yeah, but they created it recently too, so it's, it's not like they it's like, I don't know if Sony anyways. would have it yeah. because it's a recent creation. Yeah, because Sony doesn't own the rights to the Marvel Spider-Man comics. No, only, so they only own the rights to movies. Made in Spider-Man stuff, I feel like it would still be Marvel, would it not? Uh, certain characters are owned by Sony because it's like up to a certain point. But of not what, if they're new. Oh, exactly, I'm saying. So I think he would fall past their. Okay. Because it was 2013 Thor, correct? Yeah. 13 or 14. Yeah. 13 or 14. just get. They don't even name them. Just boom, no. Then we get it in Venom. Like, hey, he's name dropped. Yeah. Donny Cade created him. I'm here. By the Boy, way. It's my thing. It's my thing. <laughs> so what I was saying with Good Boys is like, yeah, it's a good, it's a good comedy. But it's a comedy. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like it's this exceptionally well-made movie. It's not like the cinematography and the text were like popping up. We're going to talk about it, it was, for the whole camera time. Camera-wise, though, it was good looking. It, it was not, a good looking film. It's not bad. No, I, mean, no, I mean, there's nothing that's distracting or taking away, but it's like very standard fare for a comedy. You know what I mean? Of it's course. not like it's innovative. Like you're getting your movie ticket. You're going in and getting some good laughs. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. So other than to say, like, you know, it's a comedy that I enjoyed and I feel like it's worth your time. Other than to like just spoil the entire rest of the movie and talk about everything I found funny, which I don't particularly want to do. Yeah. I don't really know like exactly what else to say other than like I thought the performances started off kind of weak, but then they got they got better. And they got better to the point that I thought actually thought by the end that they were good. Like they were good performances. I don't think anyone in the movie gives a performance that's bad. Okay. Where I was like, all right, well that shouldn't have been in there. There's not any really plot threads I can think about that I was like, well, that was unnecessary. Like, it's a pretty tight film. It was only 90-something minutes long. Well, you did mention the one thing that you thought they cut a subplot. 100%, yeah. So I do want to mention this. Um, Let's see if anybody else picks up on this. So the two antagonists of the film are these two high school girls, Hannah and I don't remember the other one's name. But in the beginning, Hannah has a boyfriend who's in college, and that's how they get Molly. And then MDMA, by the way, the drug. (laughs) As the kids call it, the sex drug. (laughs) No, don't let him take that. He'll start wanting to have sex with us. He's like, what? <laughs> yeah, when, they, uh, <laughs> when the kids have it. Yeah. So she gets from her boyfriend, and Hannah is promising her best friend that they're going to go away for the weekend to go see this show, and they're going to do Molly and like have a weekend together. And then the boyfriend shows up, and they get into a tiff, and they break up. And in that scene, it seemed kind of almost awkward the way that Hannah's friend was reacting to the boyfriend and to the whole situation. I can 100% see how you can... Like well, he's kind of saying some like real douchey things too. Yeah, he was a piece of shit, dude. Yeah, he was like, a piece of shit. You're my best friend. Well, she's my best friend. But she had yeah. that look when he first shows up. Mm-hmm. When he first shows up, she's like, Ugh. and then yeah, he's a total douchebag, and then he leaves, whatever. But uh, you can definitely interpret it as like she's just upset that like her friend is not around as much anymore because she's a boyfriend now. And that's kind of like it leaves it there, but it, there was a little more underlying to me, and especially when they get the drone and the kids are trying to like see people kiss so they think that the, the girl Hannah and her boyfriend are going to kiss when they pull the drone over there the boyfriend's gone but the two friends are hugging because she's con- her Hannah's friend is consoling her and one of the kids even says he's like no it's, it's, uh, we're the boyfriend or what the guy goes it doesn't matter they're hugging they're definitely about to kiss <laughs> and of course that doesn't happen nope but then later on in the movie they're talking to the kids again Hannah and her friend and Lucas just unveils the entire reason they're doing everything and like they're trying to go to this we party. We never kissed before, and we just want to know how. And yeah, we're like we're just scared. So like they're going to this kissing party, and uh, they were just trying to figure out how to kiss. So they're like the girls are reminiscing about like when their first kisses were, and Hannah's friend, whose name is escaping me, says that Lily. Was it Lily? Mm-hmm. Was that what you were just looking up? Yeah. Yeah, Lily says that she her first kiss was like summer the summer year after uh, sixth grade, and it was at like this other guy's house, and her friend's like, oh yeah, really? Who'd you kiss there? And she's like, oh his sister, and then Hannah just kind of like. Not uncomfortably laughs, but she just like laughs really quick and blows off. She's like, oh, yeah. And then there's a quick camera cut back to Lily as she's like awkwardly staring at Hannah. And then the scene just cuts and goes to something else. See, I didn't catch it because they're on Molly. 
No, oh, no this, they're not. Yeah, not at this point. Though, this is when they're going to get drugs, so they're not you're yet. Right, you're right. Yeah. So I was expecting later on in the movie this to be brought back. Like to me, after that scene, I was like, oh, so it's clear that Lily is bisexual or gay, and she's in love with Hannah, and this is going to come back at some point, and it never does. So it seemed to me like that was probably a subplot that was cut from the movie for time, and we just never see it again. Yeah, I see, I never that. picked it up, yeah. but, I mean, the point you made, I get where you're coming uh, from. Yeah, yeah like, yeah. I could be just, just reading way too much it. into it, but, yeah. Because that would have thrown off the movie, just having those two, because it just needs to focus on the, the Yeah, boys, oh, yeah, you know, that would have been too much. Like, it was totally unnecessary, definitely easy to cut that. Mm-hmm. And that car scene, like, is kind of important, because it's them explaining why they're doing what they're doing, and it's explaining why the girls will help them, Yeah, because it's beneficial. So, like, I guess you could cut that conversation at the end out, and I don't know why they didn't. Unless it was just a reveal later on that her friend is questioning her sexuality. And she's not in love with the best friend, but she's just trying to figure out who she is. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Which, again, isn't integral to the film because the film's about the three boys. So of it doesn't really matter yeah. in the end. I would imagine that was in there, but it totally could not be, and I'm just reading too much into it. And maybe it was a joke, but it's just the way it was framed was awkward. <laughs> you read. No, yeah, true. I that's, definitely can't read. I can fine. write, but I can't read anything. Nope. Like, I hope the book I wrote's good. I have write? no idea. I hate to spoil it can't right here, but he's had a ghostwriter the whole time. <laughs> He just kind of says stuff like star, space, powers, and then people write. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. It's in the book. Love. I don't know. Just get out of here. Star, space, power. Make it work. Make it work. And just leave. Oh, I want man. it on my desk by Monday morning. And he's like, oh, what? my God. It's got to be 90,000 words. Right, Let's go. Job. Let's go. But other than that, there's not really much else for me to say for the film. If you enjoy comedies, if you enjoy the kind of humor that Check you know that Seth Rogen is known for, you'll, you'll probably dig this movie. Like I said, it's very crude. It is very, very, um, not abrasive, but it, I guess crude. That's really all I need to say. It's, very, it's a very crude movie, yeah. but it's very Decent fun. amount of profanity. Yeah, definitely decent amount of profanity. No gore? Uh, no. There is something. Like one throw-up scene? There's something that like, people could. It made me laugh just because it pushed him to throw up. The throw-up scene like, was yeah, funny. But when Lucas uh, dislocates his arm, I could see that like que- making uh, people feel queamish maybe. if they can't deal with stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. But they. The yeah. way they do it, though, he's like got a whole shirt on and stuff. And you, and like, like, you don't, don't see anything. It yeah, makes his arm anything. wobble, but yeah, yeah they don't. He's definitely just holding his arm down. Like it's nothing like, like it's... when they focus on fingers breaking and oh, stuff like no. that. Yeah, it's God, not like Thank that. God. Mm-hmm. Or eyes getting stabbed. Oh, man. Fingernails yeah, are the worst spiders. for me. I hate when they like pull fingernails yes. out or they push stuff underneath it. Oh, Lord, this makes me. Ugh. Oh, it's awful. I hate it, dude. It's awful. So what do you, uh, uh, and I would give the movie a 7 out of 10. What are your overall thoughts? Honestly, like. Knocked out of the park. 15 out of 10. This is easily one of the best comedies of this this generation. I've never seen better acting in a comedy. Like, uh, Robert Downey Jr. Hugh. Like, fuck you, dude. You're a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. No, one, no one's impressed, okay? Never uh, were. No, but uh, probably 7.58, actually. I actually yep. liked it a lot. Uh, where it fell flat, I did get some really good laughs out of this movie. And for I me, that's too. really, you know, that's all I asked for of a comedy. Like, I I'll like probably watch anybody, it again. Yeah. While the story wasn't compelling, it was kind of heartwarming. You know, you see, yeah. but then they get that, you know, montage at the end. I won't reveal a big, nice joke, but they get a nice montage mm-hmm. at the end of them kind of like dealing with their life after this whole debacle. And he was grounded for a whole month. That was a month in the hole, man. <laughs> like, they, they, they grew up so much. You know what I mean? Lucas dealing with his home life and Jacob trying to, they're all trying to fit in in a different way now. Right, yeah. Like, you grow up, you know, they've been friends since kindergarten. No one else, they, you know, yeah. you don't make it that long usually. Oh, yeah. That's uh, very rare. And that's where you kind of start losing your friends on that point. I had someone like that. You know, that's on my end, too. Mm-hmm. You know, that's mainly me. Steven. <laughs> Steven, yep. looking at you, bud. We're not friends anymore. Yep. Uh-huh. Fuck that nerd. <laughs> uh, but overall, I enjoyed it. Very funny, you know. Yeah, I would definitely recommend it if you're a fan of comedies and of the, uh, mm-hmm. almost said Evan Rogan, of the Evan Rogan duo. Yeah, boy. If you're a fan of their style, you'll definitely dig it. Like, if you liked it super bad, this is a not as good. Child version. Version with kids. Yeah. I they, mean. They brought it back. 
Instead of high school, it's middle school. Exactly. It's not point for point. Like, a, this movie no, is drastically different yeah. than Superbad. But if you were just look at the overall premise of it, it's very similar. Yeah. It's Trying to go to a party. Yeah. Need to get something to before you go to the party. Exactly. Superbad, it's alcohol. And this, it's alcohol, too, at one point. Uh, it's one well, beer. kind of. Yeah, one, <laughs> one beer, beer. <laughs> for sippy cup. But one beers. Uh, yeah. It's just seeing, seeing kids in adult situations and kind of give this uh, their persona being adults is mm-hmm. weird it's funny you know it, it works for most of this film right i did want to mention too you said about the ending montage sequence i did love that sequence that yes. was like my favorite or my second favorite sequence in the whole movie probably was, my second i think my favorite is when they go to the um the college that's my favorite sequence that was hysterical that was funny. i really love that really good yeah i don't want to ruin that one for anyone that sees it that sequence like i know we, we spoil majorly here usually yeah. but that sequence is fucking hysterical yeah and i don't know how long uh this is going to be in theaters here where we're at. It's not going to probably be in theaters much longer. I want to say it actually did well at the box office this weekend, so it might it. be around for a couple okay, weeks. Okay, they might yeah. actually add it. Depends mm-hmm. on what, what our uh, movie's theater is going to do. For us, yeah, there's no telling. Yeah, yeah. seriously. Where we live, it. this may yeah, not last a week, more than a week. Makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, it's unreal. But, uh, yeah, other than that, there's nothing much really that uh, I wanted to say about it. I enjoyed you know, it. I think you might, too. You know, bing bong, sing along. 100%. Your team's out gore because your views are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, we appreciate you tuning in and checking us out. It's one, definitely one of our shorter episodes here. Um, uh, we went six hours. That was good. <laughs> six, I'm about six hours. If there's any uh, f- movies out there that you think that we would <laughs> that you think that we would enjoy, make sure to drop us a line on our social medias. We're on a mega level on like everything. Yeah. And just uh, let us know about it, and we probably won't do it because we don't care or like you. Uh, just DM Nick Carter personally. <laughs> He's the guy. He's the man. He's the dude. That is the one from Backstreet Boys. So 100%. That's me. That's mm-hmm. my new job now. Yep. That's my new job now. That's what I do. That's why I treat him like crap, you fat, skinny piece of shit. But anyways, uh, bye, dog. Bye, dogs. <laughs>